Please, Mohammed begged. Again, where is Beatrix? Mohammed looked up at him, his face twisted with anguish. I swear, I do not know. He put the pistol to Fatima's other knee, and without further warning, pulled the trigger for a second time. The pistol barked, the bullet thudded into Fatima's knee. She screamed out again. Please, Mohammed adjured, his voice high-pitched and reedy. I swear, I do not know, I swear it. Another question, then. We've noticed that she looks ill, thinner than she was ten years ago, like she's in pain. What's the matter with her? She is ill. Cancer? The doctors we've asked think that's possible. Is that what it is? He mumbled something too quiet to hear. Does she have cancer? Yes, he murmured. How bad is it? Very bad. Terminal? Yes. How long does she have? Months, weeks, I do not know. Who is her doctor, Mohammed? The man mumbled out a name and at controls prompting an address. Very good, Mohammed. I feel as if we're finally getting somewhere. Please, that is all I know. I doubt that, Mohammed. Is she alone? Alone, he said, forcing the word out through gritted teeth. Are you sure? You don't sound sure. He whispered again. Alone. What about her daughter? She was living there too, wasn't she? Where is she now? She sent her away. She has family in England. When she heard that you had left the country, she knew she would be safer there. Control looked at him skeptically. That was feasible, he supposed. He knew that the girl had grandparents. Milton had ordered him to deliver her to them. It would be simple enough to check. You know something, Mohammed? I know you're deceitful. I know. And there are ways I could prove it. We could have you rendition to some place where we have the equipment we need. We could make you disappear, you and your wife, swallowed into a black hole where no one would ever hear from you again. But I don't need to do that. I've worked in intelligence for many years, and I've interrogated hundreds of men. You're strong, but I've broken men who are stronger than you. I've broken Irish Republicans who would rather have killed their own mothers than to give me the information I wanted from them. And I became very good at telling when men are lying to me. I know when they are withholding information. You're good, but there are signs that you'd have to be a world-class liar to hide, and you, Mohammed, are not a world-class liar. You know more than you've told me. I know you know more. You better start telling me before I start doing things to you and your wife that will make your last few moments on this earth very fucking unpleasant indeed. The man looked at his wife, and something passed between them. A shared decision? When he looked back at Control, the fire in his eyes had rekindled. What? Control asked. Could I have one of those smokes now? Control took the packet and offered it. Mohammed took a cigarette, slipped it between his lips, and allowed Control to light it for him. He drew down, deep and long, angled his head a little, and blew a long jet of smoke up to the ceiling. He looked around, indicating the door to the boat. 
"'You think you are safe here,' he said. "'On this boat? You think this will protect you from Beatrix?' "'I feel pretty safe, Mohammed.' "'Then why do you look so frightened?' He didn't take his eyes off him. "'You wanted to know where she is. I don't know where she is now, but I know where she will be.' The two guards stopped what they were doing and looked at Mohammed. "'Is that right?' Control said. Mohammed's eyes blazed. "'I know it for certain. She will be wherever you are. Wherever you go, wherever you run to, wherever you try to hide, that is where she will be. She will find you, sir, and one day, perhaps as you wake up, she will be there, standing at the foot of your bed with one of her knives.'